Hello, welcome back. This is the 100 yard grill. We had to split this up into two episodes because we simply just talked too much. Um, we're continuing off of last episode, which is predicting the award winners for this upcoming season. This is being recorded after um, our two recording sessions, so this is it's just me, Chef Z, and simply just here to welcome me back and we both hope that you enjoy enjoy this this is this is we hope that you enjoy sit back relax and just enjoy the show see you next week um yes yeah, so uh saquon barkley yeah that's totally understandable um yeah and um okay so, what about defensive rookie of the year? Defensive rookie of the year, it's kind of over. It's main main one is obviously Chase Young. You know, like he's just a freak athlete. <laughs> yeah. He is. Although I am a bit worried, not not necessarily worried, but he's going to like the best team, yet the worst team he could go to. Yeah, because the NFC East has all these phenomenal offensive linemen, especially on the Eagles and the uh, Cowboys. Not so much on the uh, Giants thus far, but. He's also going to a team that spent like three first rounders on defensive linemen the past few years. So he's going to like bolster that defensive line that is already pretty scary in my opinion. And he's going to probably send it to the next level. Yeah. I mean, it's a very similar situation with like uh, what the 49ers had with uh, Nick Bosa. Yeah. I get what you're saying. No, it's it's very no. It's I mean, Chase Young is obviously he, that's an amazing defense that Ron Rivera has too, right now. I mean, so they they still have Montez Sweat. They have um, they still have Kerrigan. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, Collins. So they have a. I mean, Washington Redskins have a pretty solid defense. It's all going to be on their offense this season. Yeah. Although they do have uh, pieces in place, but I'm still yeah to trust them. Who's your um, dark horse? Do you have a dark horse for MVP? Uh, or not? I, my defensive horse? rookie of the year. <clears throat> okay, let me think about who's been drafted. <clears throat> <clears throat> it's got to be Okuda for a dark horse. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, I'm trying to be as unbiased as I can. I just when you when you look at it, um, like with the context around it, you see that this is a tall man-to-man press cover corner who is not the most fastest. He he ran like a four-four-eight at his combine, but his hips and his fluidity and his movements 
and like his mindset and you look at like the perfect scheme fit and everything it just looks like a match made in heaven yeah whether i mean it's, like especially after using darius slay or losing but it's all down to like his statistics in my opinion like like if he gets like um let's say like two picks maybe like a touchdown or and just like a, um, about like 50 tackles, I don't think that's going to be enough to compare to like Chase Young getting 12 sacks. And Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He would have, yeah, he'd have to have a phenomenal season to yeah, beat those, like a pass rusher. Yeah, those are, those are my, t- those are my two. Uh, what about you? Oh, man. So obviously mine is for my, Defensive rookie of the year pick is Isaiah Simmons. Uh, We've talked about him so so far, but yeah, but yeah. So he's my pick um, uh, for very obvious reasons. I'm a huge fan of his, and I think he just has the ability to. He could play any position on that defense. So um, I think he's going to have a Derwin James type rookie season where he has those kinds of stats where he's getting interceptions playing safety. He's getting sacks playing linebacker. He's, he's, he's getting down on the line for an edge rush, you know, um, uh, force fumbles, fumble recoveries, interceptions. I bet he's going to have a touchdown or two, depending on how awesome he's able to play. Um, I think Isaiah Simmons has a lock on the defensive rookie of the year. And my dark horse, my dark horse is, um, is uh, Kenneth Murray for the Chargers, the guy out of the linebacker from Oklahoma. That's – oh, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, I think – I think he's going to have an awesome season as well with the Chargers and uh, can really be – him and Derwin James and Bosa can really be the leaders of that defense. So – um, the Chargers have a, actually a phenomenal defense, if you think about it. With Derman James, Bosa, um, now you have Murray. They have Desmond King. Um, Casey Hayward, Chris Harris. Casey Hayward, Chris Harris Jr. Yeah, like they, the, the, that's an amazing defense they have. Yeah. And then you add a guy like Murray. So he, I think Murray's going to play his – I think his best football as a rookie as well. So um, – so nobody should be sleeping on him. Uh, ooh. Actually, I have another dark horse. Yeah? Ashton Davis. Who? Ashton Davis. You probably don't know him. Here, let me let me pull up some of this stuff. Ashton. Who did he get drafted by? He got drafted by the Jets. Now, he got picked in the third round, but this guy has had um, – some late buzz surrounding him. Um, mm-hmm. He is... Stuff about him. Uh, he's 6'7", 500 pounds. He runs a 3'9". <laughs> he's 6'1", 202 pounds. His college was Cal. Uh, Cal and... You're cutting out. Oops. Okay. Yeah, he basically um 
think uh like um I think the reason why he fell all the way to like the third round was because of health concerns. Like played okay. and he just he plays all over the floor. You there? Yeah. Sorry, I you cut out that last part. Oh my god! But yeah, he's had he's had um he's had a lot of injury concerns. But um, I I heard like I don't trust one scouting report on any. I find it hard to trust scouting reports. Period. I mean, talk about. I mean, everybody was bashing the Chiefs for the Mahomes pick, you know. Yes, but. Uh, I heard one guy. He um, and this was uh, uh, like the same guy who said that Eddie Eddie Jackson was worth first round pick, despite. Oh the- yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But he is. It's, it's like a similar situation. He was constantly mocking him first round. It's always like adamant that this is a good football player. But that's like that's a that's a. Massive dark horse. He's being paired with Jamal Adams. And yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty lethal if he can live up to that guy's height. But yeah, we'll see about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But I mean, that's that's fair. I'll have to look more into him. I haven't really heard much. So yeah. Um. All right. What's left? All right. Uh, there is comeback player of the year and coach of the year left. For oh, us. we didn't do offensive rookie. Oh, that's right. My bad. <laughs> oh no, yeah, it's all. I just, I just remembered. Good, good job. <laughs> I was about to move into comeback player of the year. Yeah. All right. So, how about you start us off this time? Okay. Uh. So, my um. Wow. Let's see. Picks for offensive rookie of the year. Why do I feel like I had somebody in mind and I forgot all about them? There's let me look. I'm, I'm trying to look. There's, up. A, I mean, there's a lot. You there? Yeah, I am. Right. I'm looking. I'm looking. I I gotta look through real quick. I, okay. Hmm. Like I'm looking at um. Right now I'm looking at like betting odds, but I really don't take that into really consideration. I'm just looking yeah. At top names who are who people are. Um. You know. Well, they yeah, say, but I, I mean, I guess, I guess, I think you cut out there right now. Huh. 
You there? Hello. Hi. <laughs> I think you cut um, out. So uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah. I guess Joe Burrow. He he has good. He you know he has AJ Green. He has Tyler Boyd. He has Joe Mixon. He has T Higgins now. Um, I think I think he can easily win Offensive Rookie of the Year, even though I don't think the Bengals will be a good team. Um, I, I, it'll be kind of something similar to like the uh, like Kyler Murray situation last year, you know, where he puts I, up a good amount of yards, but his like the rest of the team isn't really that good. Actually, uh, um, these are some trends for Offensive Rookie of the Year. I'm going to read them out for you. Dak Prescott and Kyler Murray are the only quarterbacks to win the award in the last seven years running backs have won the award in two of the last three seasons and four over the last seven seasons yeah because Kamara won it in 17 and uh saquon barkley won it in um, 18 and murray won it last year yeah and it says cam new uh Cam Newton and Kyler Murray are the only first overall picks to win the award in the last nine years. Holy cow. Yeah. You'd think. Then again, that's the years. Uh, Stafford and Bradford won back to back in 2009 and 2010. But this yeah. is 2011 and until now. But those are some right. interesting trends, actually. Yeah, they are. It's funny how that kind of stuff works. It's just like how I kind of have Kyler Murray as my dark horse for MVP because Mahomes and Jackson just did it. Yeah. And they were in their second years playing. And it's like Kyler Murray, it's the same kind of trend that they were on, minus the playoffs. Other than that, like, um, so, um, yeah, I, I think I'll still go with Joe Burrow even after hearing that. I, I still think Joe Burrow has really good odds. Yeah. Um, and really good hype too with it. So, and my, I have two dark horses. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay. Um, and so my first dark horse is Clyde Edward Teller. Mm, um, I have a strong suspicion he'll win it. Say what? <laughs> I have a strong suspicion he'll win it. Yeah, I think I think That's Andy a- Reid's going to do really good with him. So, um, so that's what dark horse, and then the other one's Jerry Judy. Ooh, nice! I could definitely yeah. see Judy win it as well. I think. Those- oh, oh I think Judy's going to just completely reinvent Denver um, <laughs> with with Cortland Sutton. Like it's yeah. <laughs> they like the Broncos too have such a good offense. It's ridiculous, and they have three running backs. Three. <laughs> they they have Philip Lindsay, Melvin Gordon, and uh, uh, whoa. Uh, uh, I can look them up. Royce Freeman and Royce Freeman. Yeah, wasn't he a first rounder? Uh, I think so. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's Royce Freeman, right? That's the other one with Philip Lindsay. I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, let's see. Yep, yep. He's number 28? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think Jerry Judy is another, is, is another dark horse. So, um, what about, what about you for offensive? All right, so... 
again, I'll have to agree with you for Joe Burrow. It just, um, it just makes so much sense. It does, and it's. <laughs> I, I I find this really interesting. Okay, so I like I love trends, especially about football. Right. So the last three quarterbacks all transferred and all won the Heisman. Yep. Number one overall. And yep. Um. Okay, last year, and I feel like it's going to replicate this season, the number one and number two overall picks won the Offensive and Defensive Rookie of the Year. Huh. And, yeah, because um, last last year it was Kyler Murray and Nick Bosa who won that award. Right. And when you look at number one and number two this year, it's Joe Burrow and Chase Young. And Chase Young. Well, I mean – it. It seems it's it seems only right. <laughs> yeah, you, you know it just seems like it just seems it, it's only right. But I I really think I really think Isaiah Simmons gets it over Chase Young. I think Isaiah Simmons is gonna, but that's just me. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I know I know a lot of people love Isaiah Simmons going to the cards. They will use it. Oh yeah, but uh, for my dark horse, I. I think uh, this is one uh, disagreement we might have with one another, but I have uh, C.D. Lamb over Jerry Judy. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it, it makes sense. The CDs same betting odds, but I just C.D. Lamb to the Cowboys is God. That offense is just going to be scary. Like, <laughs> yeah, you would think you really would think, um, but mainly down to the coaching. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing too, is I, I guarantee you if something happens with a contract thing with Dak or Dak gets injured, Andy Dalton can easily become the starting quarterback with that team because of CD lamb and Amari Cooper. Yeah. Th- think about it. I mean, think about it. Think about who he just had in Cincinnati. He had Tyler Boyd and, and, uh, AJ green. So, well, th- yeah, because uh, in Cincinnati they had uh, Joe Mixon and Zeke. Yep, and now he's gonna have Zeke. <laughs> so uh, I think Eddie. I mean, well, I obviously Dak Prescott's the starting quarterback, but if anything happens to Dak, or if Dak isn't playing for some reason, Andy Dalton will probably stir up some controversy on, on that team for quarterback. So, yeah. All right. Huh. So next um, is comeback player of the year, and there are some Ooh. strong candidates for this this season. There are. So, all right, who's your who's your comeback player of the year? Mm, I'm I'm looking at a list, but I think that it will be. My my go to right now it has to be Derwin James. If he's yeah, he he he's already a monster, and he's he's gonna have a major he's gonna have a major season. And for my dark horse, I know a lot of people listening. Well, if not really a lot, but we'll <laughs> we'll get there. 
either way, I know people listening will automatically think uh, Big Ben. But I, yeah. I just don't feel like he'll be able to bounce back. Like, before he, uh, before he went, I mean, he had, like, a 5,000-yard season. I just can't see him, like, replicating or coming close to that this season. We'll see. I mean, we didn't we didn't necessarily get to see how Ben Roethlisberger is playing with his older age without a B either. Um, so, like, that's obviously a big thing too. So it's yeah, it's all going to be about it's it's a situational like toss up at the moment. Um, you'll obviously have to see Big Ben play. Um, but so yeah, so who is your dark horse then? I. I gotta believe it's Stafford. It, it. So, thing about this is that it, it's like okay, Stafford has already won Comeback Player of the Year in his career. He won yeah. Twenty eleven. That was when he threw for like five thousand yards. He had that amazing run. It's always after. Is it? It's always after injury, right? It's whoever comes off of like a season after being injured. Uh, not necessarily. Uh, last year, especially, it was a uh, Ryan Tannehill who won. The That's right. Game. Yeah. It's basically if they just come back and like establish. Yeah, them. after after either being injured or not playing well. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. So, the thing with uh Stafford is that okay in his rookie season he got hurt. In his second season he also got hurt and missed. I think it was. I want to say 10 games and the, his third season, he comes back, throws 5,000 yards and wins the award. Right. Stafford has been hurt the past two seasons. He didn't miss any games in 2018 because he, he played through a broken back, which right. just how tough he is. But this season, obviously he went down at the mid season mark and I just think it, because you know I like trends. <laughs> if that, yeah, it just it looks like it could replicate itself, you know. So yeah, but there, it's understandable. <laughs> it's absolutely understandable. So what about you? Wow. Um, let's wow. Let's let's think about it. I gotta think about it real quick. Um, Would you like me to name off some names? No, 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 no. I think Alvin Kamara. <laughs> Alvin Kamara can get comeback player of the year. Ooh, nice. That's uh, good choice. <laughs> because like he still did pretty well last season, but he nothing like he did his first two years. You know, um, and I think if he's able to be healthy this season, he can really be. Um, he can really be something. Um, and then I have two dark horses for mm. it. I have two, and they're both quarterbacks. All right. All right. And one of them is going to shock you, but not the first one. So I'll tell you the first one, and it obviously has to be Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Uh, if the experiment goes right, it's a, another situational toss-up. So um, I think if Baker Mayfield can – if, if the experiment works with Odell and, and Juice 
and uh, David and Joe, you know, all the all the weapons they have. They have Cream Hunt. They have um, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Yeah. So he has a whole bunch of weapons. They have a really good defense now. They've been drafting and signing the right people. So um, I think it's I think it's pretty obvious if Cleveland if Cleveland does finally season that it's going to be Baker Mayfield. Um, and then my second one, and it hurts me to say it because I can't stand him so much. But if the but if this miracle works, and them trading a fourth round pick for Nick Foles turns into firing up Mitchell Trubisky and getting him to finally play consistent football and where he's able to throw dimes to Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller and Javon Wims and Riley Ridley and be able to give the ball off to David Montgomery and Tariq Cohen. And he has tight ends like Cole Komet and Jimmy Graham. Think about that offense and think about all, like literally all it needs is a quarterback to play quarterback. Like, yeah, that does make a ton of sense. I mean, so think about if So it's another situational toss up, just like Baker Mayfield. If Trubisky, if this whole quarterback competition thing and this, you know, if, if it fires him up in the right way and it gives him confidence as opposed to taking it away from him. I think Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky can absolutely win comeback player of the year. I can I can see it happening. So, Definitely. I, I, would, I can't that stand did, him. Yeah, first. I can't either. <laughs> yeah, what, so it did shock you at first that I said that? It, it kind of did because I was kind of expecting you, you to say Nick Foles over him. No. But you, did, you do bring up a better reasoning for Trubisky to win it or Nick Foles because yeah the competition is definitely I don't want want to say it's but it might just light a fire on his ass and just make him just throw be be a lights out quarterback you know yeah no he really I mean (laughs) in 2018 he played pretty good football until he got injured um you know I think I think the six touchdowns against the, the Buccaneers was kind of like a fluke thing, you know, where it was just, it was just a really bad day for that defense. And yeah, <laughs> um, not, no discredit to Trubisky at all, but a couple of those passes were just to wide open people. So, um, which I mean, obviously is a success on offense, but I, I believe in football. There's, there's differences between winning and losing, Right. I've, and so it's yeah. like obviously Chicago won that game, but ultimately what happened is the Buccaneers lost that game. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Yeah, it like, does. like there's always like sometimes like the Super Bowl for instance, um, it was just a normal game where it's like there's a comeback and it happens, right? Um, the Niners didn't necessarily lose themselves the game. I mean, kind of, sort of, they did, but. One play, but that's, yeah, that's like about it. Everything else, wrong. right? Other, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, other than that, um, so, um, I think of Trub- look, I think Trubisky really just needs to play like he did in those first, uh, I think it was, it was around 10 games before he had that injury and he had to, um, come back and he finally was able to come back against the Rams and then he, but he threw four interceptions 
Um, but Chicago won. All right, that was a uh, that was a phenomenal Sunday night game because it was just a defense game. But Chicago was just way better on defense. Uh, yeah. But um, so yeah, so those are those are those are my picks for that. Uh, what what do we got next? Uh, coach, coach of the year. So. I think, um, like, like the, like the, this episode is all based on, it's about predictions right. and I predict that Bruce Arians will win coach of the year. Eh, I mean, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> it absolutely makes sense. <laughs> so, um, uh, cause it always, obviously aside, unless you're like, um, a, a team, you know, like the Patriots with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, like four years ago or something. You know what I mean? Like, I, like in the past or in the past couple of years, it has been all coaches who um, have kind of steered their team back um, from, you know, from like worst to first. Like Matt Nagy when he won it, he took Chicago from yeah. first to worst or worst to first. Um, I I didn't agree with Harbaugh getting. It last season, I thought Mike Vrabel deserved it, only oh, because definitely. the obvious, like <laughs> he willed his team <laughs> to the AFC Championship with what, like a nine and seven record. Yeah, and like a ton of like I don't want to say a ton, but it was definitely rough at the beginning, and then you yeah, know, with Tannehill, and he kicked it into gear, and he coached their defense just got so much better like throughout the season too. I think I think I had to have gone to Vabril. Um Yeah. Plus, he, you know, he the dude threatened like well, he didn't threaten, but he he, he said he would like you know chop off his own his own junk. So you, <laughs> he was all in. right, right, yeah. So, um, but Arians makes a lot of sense too because you think about the how the Bucks were last season and and who they are this season. They they just added like two players and drafted a pretty good team and they look like they're going to be tough. Um, uh, do you have a dark horse? Um, dark horse. I want to. S- mm. mm, Brian Flores. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can. T- yep. No, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> um. I- Post about him. That's yeah, actually yeah. that's actually my dark dark horse too. Um, <laughs> so Brian Flores and uh, um, I have two people. I have a toss up between two people for Coach of the Year. Right. Um, one is Cliff Kingsbury. Um, I think the Cardinals' offense is going to be killer. I think their defense is going to be killer. They're just in a really tough division. Um, I have Seattle winning that division, but I think that Cardinals have all the potential in the world to be the number two team. I really do. Um, I think they're a better team than San Francisco. So I do. I really do. I, I I mean, (laughs) um, at least uh, definitely on offense, they are maybe definitely not defense, but on offense, offensively, Arizona is a better team. So, yeah, that's true. Um, and DeAndre Hopkins aside, they lost Emmanuel Sanders or yeah, Emmanuel Sanders, right? Yeah, they lost Emmanuel Sanders. They traded for him and did not resign him. What the hell are they thinking? <laughs> he is like in his late 
not fully, but he's in his early. 30s. Yeah, but he's good. Do you know how much damage Drew Brees is going to do this season with Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders with Jared Cook, Alvin Kamara, <laughs> Latavius Murray? Are you serious? That's why that division still belongs to the Saints this season. I don't care if the Bucks have Gronk and Tom Brady and Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. I don't care. They still don't have they don't have Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders with Alvin Kamara, like with and Drew Brees throwing. Like, yes, um, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are amazing receivers, but I mean, you, I think a combination. I don't know. I it's so hard to say. It. That whole division, they have the best receivers in the NFL in that division. That's the best receiver oh. core in the NFL, is that division. Oh, oh. That receiver core in all of those teams. Yeah. Are just Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas. Mike, uh, Mike Evans, Mike Evans Chris Godwin, Emmanuel Sanders. They have uh, DJ Moore, you know. Criminally, yeah, criminally, yeah, exactly. You should be arrested if you don't know who he is. He's amazing. Yeah, Uh, he's he's so good. Yeah. So, um, so Kingsbury and you said one. Oh yeah, Kingsbury and oh oh, dang it! Who was the other one? I I went off on a tangent. Uh, Kingsbury. Oh, uh, Cliff Kingsbury and Andy Reid. Uh yeah, can't go wrong. Yeah, you can't. I, I, I think the, I think the Chiefs are an easy repeat team this year. I really do. Um, it's just going to depend on whoever is, whoever wins the NFC is going to be a really strong team. Because yeah, because the NFC right now is loaded, full of amazing teams. Do you? I mean, we we were just talking about the NFC South. And then you talk about the NFC North. You have Minnesota, Chicago, Green Bay, Detroit. God only knows who they're going to be, you know. <laughs> so um, unless Minnesota doesn't have Dalvin Cook, but even then they'll still be a tough football team. And then you have um, in the West, you have obviously the Seahawks. You have Arizona. You have San Francisco. Don't count out the Rams still, even though I don't trust in their offense now, but don't count out the Rams. Um and uh, the then then, you got yeah then you have the Eagles <laughs> you have the Eagles the Cowboys the Giants I'm literally almost every division has three solid teams in the NFC that, yeah that's I can see that but I think that NFC East really holds like the entire conference down when you look at the like look at the entire conference in my opinion but. That's that's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's hard it's hard to say right now. It's going to be re- obviously we're going to have to see how everybody starts playing. Um, yeah. So, um, how did I get out? How did we get out of that? I don't know. We were just talking about uh, receivers. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and then uh, coach of the year. So yeah, well that's really it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the Chiefs, the Chiefs. Yeah. There is why. And I think the Chiefs will have a repeat. And then whoever wins the NFC, like I said, is going to have to be, they're going to have to be the strongest team out of like nearly, oh. nearly 16. You know, yeah. <laughs> out of at least a dozen teams, there's, there's about a dozen teams that like could, it's a toss up between. And it's really going to be who's going to, um, that because you're gonna have to get half of that out of the dozen, and who it's gonna be, it's gonna be insane. 
Like they're they're going to be teams. I I find it very doubtful that a team is in the playoffs in the NFC this year with a record that's lower than um, ten and six. That yeah, I can definitely see that. Like I, because I I think the one seed's going to have two to four losses. The two seed's going to be about the same, maybe five, and then the three and four are going to be a, about a. Um, either a 10 and six team, 11 and five team, 12 and four team, possibly depending. And then the last two spots are going to, they're going to be 10 and six teams. Yeah. I, I, I can't see nine and seven being. No way. There's no way. Not this year. <laughs> so um, you're like, that's what I'm saying. But, the NFC, you have to be the best you can be in the NFC this year. There is no creeping into the playoffs like Philadelphia last year. So um, but yeah, so well, yeah, I guess that's really it. I guess we've kind of covered our bases. Yeah, we have another hour with this one, so um, I guess we can have that up. I we're gonna have to really chop these up and whatnot. I guess break them. I don't know. That's a lot. I feel like we have a lot. So I um I think we'll be. Uh, I'll try out like just um um because there's uh some like mishaps here and there i'll try to like cut things up and like i'm pretty sure we got at minimum like or at ma- not minimum yeah minimum uh like 30 minutes from this so yeah we'll pair that the other episode um and we'll <clears throat> we'll be able to uh i'll try out putting out like um the first half and then the second half mm-hmm. or i could I, uh, experiment putting out the full episode and combine these two and make it into like a 60 like a, a hour podcast yeah but that's we'll talk about that later <laughs> yeah we'll have to figure it out because an hour may be too long for like a first one but we'll see we'll see i, I I do. Uh, I do think uh, I'll be able to like upload this to Spotify. So that should help us out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, 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 if it, we can't upload this to Spotify, then definitely. But I'm gonna make it an hour podcast. <laughs> yeah, sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. All right. So, all right, man. Well, uh, you take care. Yeah. Well, you too, dude. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, so, well, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of our show. Uh, but for the, like, we'll have some episodes that are like that where we just talk about, we, we have a direction to go and then we just dive down the rabbit hole the whole time. So, uh, uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. This is a test episode and the next episode, which will be episode two, we're going to be talking about the NFC North. We'll be breaking down, uh, things as far as, uh, records, who we think the MVPs for their teams will be. Uh, who's who's going to the playoffs, who's not, all those kinds of things. So um, we'll see you next week for another weekly episode for the recipes for the NFL. Stay safe. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, all right.